Hey, this is Lauren BR, and this is The Authentic Podcast. Welcome back to Authentic. I'm your host, Lauren, and I'm so excited about this episode. A little nervous, full transparency, but very excited. I've never done a solo episode before. If you've never listened to this podcast before, it is always me interviewing guests, um, my friends and people I admire, and just um, talking to them about Jesus. But I have tried to step out in boldness a little bit more this year and do something that's a little more vulnerable and scary and do a Q&A. It's also something that was highly requested, surprisingly, by a few people, and so I got to give the people what they want. So that's what I'm doing today is a solo Q&A. A bunch of y'all ask questions on the podcast Instagram at The Authentic Pod. I put a little story Q&A thing out and y'all asked a bunch of great questions that I'm so excited to answer. And so, yeah, we're just going to go from there. I'm going to go ahead and start asking the questions. Um, the first one is who inspired your podcast, which I'm so excited about this one because I actually haven't really talked about this much besides the little like trailer thing that um, is like with the Spotify whatever podcast thing. But I also, I did get to talk about this recently, actually, on my friend Mary's podcast, Celebrating Joy. Little side note plug, y'all need to listen to that because Mary is incredible. But I haven't really fully talked about this on, in depth on here, so I'm excited. But essentially, the inspiration behind this was, as cheesy as it is, I'm a huge podcast girl. I love podcasts. I listen to them often, especially driving long distances, like from Houston to Louisiana and, you know, from Louisiana to 30A, all the things. And so I really love podcasts and I love hearing people talk. I love talking myself. But um, a lot of podcasts, too, have really helped me in my walk with the Lord and my spiritual journey, especially um, there's a few podcasts that I listened to a lot freshman year when I, it was just hard with COVID and going out of state and feeling really lonely. I listened to a lot of podcasts, you know, about friendships and finding community, and it was really cool and helped me a lot. And so I was always like, I want to do that one day for other people to give them advice and help them through something like a podcast. And so that had always been in my heart, but I never thought it was feasible or attainable or something that I was ever actually going to act on. But I always kind of was like, oh, it's my dream to have a podcast. And so whatever, that was that. And then I went to a retreat this summer in MM Design's life retreat, which was amazing. And one of the, you know, talks was just kind of about, and this wasn't even the main message of the talk. This is just what I happened to take away. But it was just about if the Lord places a passion in your life and a desire and you have the skills and the resources to do so, like just go for it because like that's what the Lord's calling you to do. And so that's what I did. I was like, I went back to the like little retreat center room and I was like, okay, to my retreat group, I was like, y'all need to hold me accountable. I'm going to start a podcast. Like I just am. Um, so hold me accountable. And they were like, yeah, okay. But I just told them that night that that's something I wanted to do. And then at my internship that past summer, I hated it at first, but busting in disguise, I had so much free time. And so I used that free time to kind of spearhead the podcast, get it started and start working on things. And so that was really awesome that I had all that time to do that. And then it kind of went from there. But essentially kind of the motto in life and like the inspiration behind the podcast is like obviously to glorify God, but um, to let listeners know they're cherished, they're loved, and like most importantly that they're not alone. And so the verse that I kind of was like going to be the life verse behind this and, you know, the motto per se, I guess um is second corinthians 12 9 through 10 and this is me reading it it's how it goes um but he said to me my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made in perfect weakness therefore i will boast all the more godly of my weaknesses so that the power of christ may rest in me for the sake of christ sin i am content with my weaknesses insults hardships persecutions and calamities for when i am weak then i am truly strong 
And so what I wanted this podcast to be was just the idea of boasting in your weaknesses, being vulnerable, being authentic, delighting in those weaknesses. Because when you're weak, you know, that's when you're truly strong and that's what the Lord can use for his glory, which I think is just really cool. And just the idea of authenticity is not a bad thing. It should be celebrated. And, you know, today's day and age, people just don't want to do that. And so overall, just wanting this to be a place for believers to be um, vulnerable, to be authentic, um, and then other listeners to gain wisdom and feel like they're not alone and feel empowered through their weaknesses to glorify God. And so I hope that it's been that, just a cool platform for others to share the cool things God has been doing. And so, you know, that's what I think the Lord has really been doing and I hope that he isn't doing. And so, um, yeah, that's just kind of the idea behind it. You know, um, it can, it, it does break my heart a lot to hear a lot of girls, you know, especially college age, um, feel like they're the only ones, you know, dealing with certain sin struggles, dealing with loneliness, or think they're the only ones that had a bad rush, even silly things like that, which really aren't silly. But to get to kind of have a place on here for people to listen and be like, okay, I'm not alone um, is cool. But it's even, um, you know, gone off from that of just people sharing cool stories too. So yeah, long, long, long winded answer. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the inspiration behind Authentic. Um, so I'm glad I finally got to share that. question is how to be more intentional with people. And this is so sweet that anyone would even ask me this. That's such an honor. But uh, to be honest, a lot of this is really just from the Lord. I don't think I would be, you know, wired the way I am or act the way I was if I didn't have the Holy Spirit and like the Lord. But, um, you know, for some like tangible practical tips to actually answer the question, I would really just say, First of all, pray about it. Just pray that the Lord would place people on your heart. Um, and I mean, the Lord places more people on your heart than you think. So just really praying that you'd be able to recognize that and um, trying to listen more to what the Lord's telling you in that sense. Um, and just praying for boldness to be able to um, send out those texts and reach out to those people because boldness is really um, one of the most important things, I think, with being intentional that people don't always think about. I mean, I'm such an anxious person. So praying for boldness is really helpful because it's it's scary to reach out to people. But I think it's really just seeking people out, you know, sending texts. And then when it comes to talking with people and being intentional, just actually being genuine when you ask about their lives and that will come through and really caring and praying for the desire to care and asking questions that are meaningful. I mean, small talk's not bad. I do it all the time, but really just asking those personal questions and paying attention to what people say to you, actually paying attention when they talk, um, you know, so that they know that you're listening, but also so you can further reach out to them and follow back up you know, with them with things like how they're doing in their lives, you know, text them about it or the next time you see them asking about that thing. Um, I think that it's really important. And there's a lot of value to that. And it just shows that you're really listening and you really care about them. Um, and then just really making time to go on walks with people, get coffee with people, get outside you bowls. That's like my number one. And just really caring about people and seeking them out. Um, and the Lord's calling you to sit with someone at church, sit with them or invite you, invite them to something that maybe you don't think you'd invite them to invite them. It's just making them feel loved and cherished by the Lord and just just really being genuine. Um, so that's really such an honor someone asked that. Um, but I feel like that's what I would say. And, um, especially in terms of just asking the Lord to give you that, um, gift and desire and just really caring about people when you talk to them and really, really listening. That's just number one. But then the next question, cause I did ask this like right when 2023 started and I'm just now posting and recording it because I like was getting stuff ready. So it's what are my goals for the new year, which is still applicable, the new year's goals, um, obviously. And I just put three little ones on here. Um, first of all is to surrender my life to the Lord fully and truly. Um, I definitely think I've done that, but just my word for the year is like full surrender, like everything I do, every decision I make, just surrendering to the Lord. What do you want me to do next? Um, maybe it's not what people thought I would do, but just like fully surrendering. And so, um, that's been my word of the year for a few years now, but just because I'm like, no, this, it needs to be a reminder that I need to, to surrender my fears, my desires, just everything to God. And so, you know, working on that. Um, and then 
Also, shout out Emma Danos. She's talked about this many times before, but read my Bible before I play on my phone just because the word is my portion and it's what's going to get me through the day and I need to do that. And Instagram is not the best thing to get on in the morning and I do that so often. Like, why do I get on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, and my text, my email before my Bible? That's just not good. So, going to work on that. And then last one is um, not spiritual, but just be more consistent when working out because I was really consistent this time last year. Like I was slaying the game. I was killing it. Um, to toot my own horn for lack of better words, I was really on the grind and this year I'm not as much. So I've started off decent. I did Zumba in a cycle class this week and went on a few walks, but I just want to be more consistent with it. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that goes, but yeah. So I don't know if y'all have any tips or advice, I would greatly, I appreciate y'all texting me with those because I really do need help in that department like a lot. So this person asks tips on balancing different friendships in your life and what purpose they fill, which is also a little bit of a tough one for me to ask, but um, something I try to do and I think I do pretty well, but I think the main things I kind of was thinking about this question was just making time for people at the end of the day and making time for different friendships in your life is the number one way for balance because it's so easy to focus your time on other things. Like if you really wanted to watch that new Netflix show or you notice you're spending a lot of time on your phone or X, Y, Z, just carving out time for your friends because that's important no matter how you know them or what type of friendship it is. If you want to balance them, you need to make time for them. I mean, that's just the number one. But also seeing the Lord has given purpose in all your friendships, I honestly think. I know some people kind of would answer this question as in like, really only make time for people that, you know, make you feel good and lift you up, which is important. You need community around you and you need people that are lifting you up and encouraging you. But I do think, you know, being friends with non-believers is important too. And community is number one. I mean, I don't want to de-stress that you shouldn't have friends that are um, spurring you on and encouraging you and are lifting you up and are, um, you know, community is important, but I think you shouldn't just totally ditch your non-believer friends either. So just seeing that the Lord has given purpose in all different types of friendships. And once you see the purpose in those, it will also determine on how much time you spend with them, how you interact with them and what you do with them. If that makes any sense, you know, this is so silly, but it just helps me think some friends are good for like shopping with, some friends are perfect for sorority functions, and some are great for, you know, getting in the word with. There's different things that you can do with different people. And I think that can also help you with balance. Um, and also in terms of balance, I've heard Maya Huff say this a bunch, but if you're going grocery shopping, just ask your friends to come with you. If you are going, um, on a walk, ask your friend to come with you. If you're going to the dry cleaners, cause it's really about doing life with people and walking alongside them. And those are things you're doing. And it also, you know, helps you carve out time because you're already going to do those things anyway. You might as well ask someone. And so I don't know. I know this might sound controversial. I don't know, but I think friends can be all these things. And you just want to make sure you don't put your friends in a box because I feel like, this person might ask this question just because like I have friends from church and I have friends from my sorority. And so, you know, like in terms of like how I have both of them, but I'm trying to work on, you know, mixing my friends more per se and not putting them in a box because I think that's important and just, you know, making intentional time for all of them and just balancing out when you see your friends, how many times and how often is really the main advice I can give. Um, but obviously community is important. So I don't know if that really answered the question because this is something I'm kind of trying to work on myself is balancing different friendships in my life and the purpose they feel. That's a little bit of a tough one for me, but I hope I, I hope I did my best in answering that. But if I didn't, I will, I will recommend Maya Huff or the MM Designs in the Together podcast because she has really, really great episodes. Maybe more than one now, maybe just one. I know she's making more, but great episode that I listened to recently about friendships. So 
that one should be helpful. It's always good when you don't know to, to be honest about that. So that's, that's me right now. But the next question is who and what inspires you? And this one is kind of all over the place, but, um, obviously Jesus and also nature. I think that that's really huge inspiration for me, especially the beach. I just love that. Um, and also the people around me are probably my number one inspirations. I mean, Allie Johnson, amazing. Katie Ann Vance, amazing. Just some examples of two guests I've had who are amazing. Um, but then when it comes to the fun stuff, uh, there's so many TikTokers that I'm obsessed with, like Grace Brownie, Claire Couve. There's, if you want a list of my full influencers I'm obsessed with, Amanda DeWitt, like they're awesome and they inspire me on how to do my makeup better, what skincare to have, um, the best clothes to have. There's, uh, I have a whole list on my phone, which is horrible, but I have a lot of inspirations when it comes to my clothes. And those are just a few. If you ever need a list, just feel free to tell me because I will send it your way. But so many. And then also Pinterest and Instagram are where I get a lot of inspiration, especially Pinterest right now is my BFF. And then also my two bosses. Um, well, I have multiple internships right now, but for one of them, John Media, my two bosses, Alden and Jordan, you might know Alden, Ace of the Beach on Instagram, are huge inspirations to me with um, their faith, but also business and um, social media. And so they're really cool recommend just following ace at the beach because um your instagram is very cute jordan is private so that's why i didn't shout her out but they're just huge inspiration and you know a role model for me and then also a lot of the older women at the chapel um emily fletcher is not an older woman i but she's a little bit older than me that sounded horrible that i started with older woman and then emily fletcher is not that old but if y'all know her she disciples me and just you know amy riley people like that it's always awesome to be inspired by you know, women older than you in the church, I think that's a great place to look for inspiration. And they inspire me daily every time I see them. A few little fun ones in here that are coming up next that are not necessarily spiritual questions, but are a little more fun. And I'm excited to answer them. So not that the spiritual ones aren't right, but this will just be a little change up. So warning right now. But the next one is favorite skincare products, which is so nice to ask. But I would say a few. I'm going to say a lot, actually, not a few. Paula's Choice, phenomenal. I don't know the exact name. I could probably go find it, but the exact name of like what I use, but like the Paula's Choice, like bottle that you see everywhere is amazing. Any Murad serums, I use two, especially their acne treatment one, is fantastic when you mix with the Mighty Patch. Incredible, incredible stuff. And then any under eye cream, I'm still looking for a new good one that's like nice, but not like incredibly, incredibly, incredibly expensive. So TBD on that. But eye cream is like what I have to use every night now though, because I just, my eyes, dark circles are very dark under my eyes, but also trying to avoid wrinkles, which is maybe um, not the best thing to be doing because wrinkles are awesome and show how much life you've lived, but I, I don't want to have a lot of them under my eyes. And then also Laneige. Their lip stuff, especially the lip balm, but like any of their uh, lip masks, incredible and outstanding, 10 out of 10, 1000%. I love them. Perfection. You have to buy. And then lastly, face wall. Fa oh my goodness. I cannot speak. I'm not doing good at doing this by myself and talking so much, but face rulers are incredible. So you need to get one, get one on Amazon. Wonderful, wonderful. And then the next one is Emily Groves. Shout out to you really likes Emma Chamberlain's podcast and on Emma Chamberlain's podcast she does or she did an episode underrated versus overrated and so she asked me to do that on here and gave me just a few things to talk about and so this is gonna be the 
I wish I could do, I can't do sound effects till after I edit. So you'll, I guess you'll hear listening to this if I decided to edit or not, but I wish you could do a little, this is like sound effect for like, this is the underrated versus overrated, like part of the podcast. And this is so embarrassing if someone's listening to this right now, like walking around, I'm so sorry for you to have to hear this. But anyways, I'm going to start the overrated versus underrated section of this podcast. Okay. So the first one is fake eyelashes. Now, this one, I don't really know my opinion on fully because I don't really wear them. I wore them for dance a lot whenever I was in high school. Um, Middle school and high school, we had to wear fake, oh my gosh, I cannot speak, fake eyelashes to like every single competition and performance. And so, I definitely see the value in them because they do make your eyes look incredible. Your eyelashes look so much bigger than they are, so much more full, so much longer, so much darker, like you're a different person. But I just hate the process of applying them like so much. I actually, one of my friends literally got her eye glued shut when trying to apply them. And I just feel like that's a little overrated to do that much work just for like fake eyelashes. I don't know. I know that's controversial and I know a lot of people that wear fake eyelashes. That's just not for me. I would say that's an overrated thing because if it's that much work and you could possibly glue your eyes shut, like it's just a no. And I, I don't know. I don't know a lot about makeup, so maybe my opinion will change when I get better, but that's going to be an overrated for me. As well as this next one, avocados. I hate to say this and post this online, but I really don't like avocados that much. And I know I'm from Texas. I do love a good guacamole sometimes, but I just don't love it. Like, I don't really like avocado toast. I don't like, I don't dislike them. Like, I'll have an avocado in a sandwich or whatever and I'll eat some guacamole. But like, I just don't love avocados. And I, I just genuinely do not get the hype at all. Like, at all about avocados. So, sue me. I'm so sorry, but I'm just not an avocado girl. And I, that's highly, highly, highly overrated for me. And I'm, I will scream that from the rooftops. And I'm so sorry but overrated. Then Taco Bell. I I love a good Taco Bell. I think it's honestly underrated because they have the best prices and you can get the most delicious food. And it's really, I'm going to be honest, when I did Weight Watchers, it really wasn't that bad. Like they, they didn't like tell me to eat it every day, but like if I was going to pick a fast food, like they would encourage Taco Bell over Chick-fil-A. So, I mean, I like Chick-fil-A better, but still Taco Bell, healthier than you think, cheap and delicious. Like a Doritos Locos Taco is incredible and I just don't see why more people don't love it I know it does mess up people's stomachs totally valid totally valid but Taco Bell is just it's so good anyways so that would be an underrated for me and then this next one is just Emma Chamberlain as a whole and I think that she's honestly underrated because she is incredible she is not just a youtuber anymore she is a celebrity and I got cut off and it stopped recording me, but Emma Chamberlain, as I was saying, most YouTubers, I think the YouTuber to celebrity pipeline is a little bit tricky and I don't think they always do the best job of seamlessly going into that and they do cringy, embarrassing, out of touch, weird, I don't know, it just doesn't always work and Emma Chamberlain has done such a beautiful execution of the celebrity or the, the, excuse me, the YouTuber celebrity, no, why can't I speak, the YouTuber influencer to celebrity and I just think she seems really genuine still and cool and humble and I love the way um she just holds herself and her YouTube is awesome I haven't listened much to her podcast but what I have listened to is awesome I love her style she's just perfect and I think people hear YouTubers names and they're like ugh so they don't really give her all the credit she deserves but she's underrated in my my opinion 
Okay, so I'm just going to do two more. I have a lot more, but I don't, I don't know. This podcast is already getting long and I don't want to take up all the time to talk about this. So I'm going to do the Kardashians and I know this is very controversial, but okay, I love them. So I was going to say underrated, but honestly, they are overrated in the sense that like, I feel like they get more a lot more hype than they deserve in a sense, but I do love them. I love that show. I've watched it. I follow all of them on Instagram. I just love them and like I've had conversations with Brittany and Brittany Navarro about praying for them and we talk for them about them for hours I love their new Hulu show their old show I love what they post on Instagram for the most part I I think they're awesome but I do I I I do think they're a little bit overrated in the sense of like I understand where people are coming from with like they don't have any talent like I get that but they do have a talent in the way that they're great great PR people like that's that's talent um They've really done that well, but I, but I understand that they could be, un- they could be overrated. And then the last one is Valentine's Day, just because that's coming up. And I know a lot of people think that it's overrated, especially if they're single. They absolutely hate it. And I see that. I see that point. But I think it's underrated because there's so much you can do with Valentine's Day. I love pink and I love hearts and I love candy. And there's just so many sweet romance movies. The Valentine's Day movie is great. I really, that reminds me that I need to watch it. All the decorations, like I love Valentine's Day because I just, like I said, I love pink and I love hearts. And so I would say it's a little underrated because I think people don't utilize it till it's to its full potential. Because yes, it's about love and romance, but you can love your friends and your family and that's still love. And let's celebrate that this February 4th, 14th, not 4th, February 14th. So yeah, that would be my answer for that. The next question is, um, as we near the end, I promise you, I mean, maybe you've clicked off already, but you don't have to hear me talk for forever, but it's who has been the biggest spiritual influence on your life in the past year. So this is just year, which I think, cause I asked this question at the end of 2022 or beginning of 2023. I don't, I think it was the beginning, but I gave a few answers. I first had my friend Abby. Um, we became friends in high school and just specifically this year, she has been really, really well, 2023 too, but also 2022. She was just, and is such an encouraging friend and really makes an effort to keep up with you and ask about your life and, um, check on you spiritually and want to talk about, um, important things. And, um, just watching her journey with the Lord has been really inspiring and she's had a huge influence on mine, spiritual journey. Um, also my friend Caitlin Danos forever and always will, um, be a huge spiritual influence on me. She has so much wisdom and is truly in such step with the Holy Spirit and, it's just so cool to get to be her friend and to watch her and I just aspire to be so so much like her and she if you know her you know like she is just an incredible influence um also my pastor at the chapel Rev Kev just cranking it out with the best sermons ever constantly taking notes constantly reading back on them because he is so wise and also so in tune with the Lord and just has so much to say and a huge influence on me spiritually. And then lastly, I would say um, a lot of my friends in general, especially Caitlin and Emily, when you surround yourself with people um, and are in community with people who really love the Lord and are seeking after him, it inspires you and encourages you to continue walking with the Lord and um, helps you to be better. The last like fun question per se. So don't worry, we're about to go back to regularly scheduled programming. But it is my top favorite product right now. And so I kind of took products and ran with it and thought that could be anything. And I definitely included more than five. But I'm just going to list them off and try not to talk about them too much or um, we'll be on here forever. So Moroccan hair oil, perfect. Sol de Janeiro perfume, Verse cleansing balm, my colorful E. Newton bracelets, my Stanley cup, if you know, you know, my Veja shoes, headbands in general. I love them. My Target, um, 
split soup um, i got it like a week ago but it's already my favorite right now poppy um aov jewels in general and mighty patch so i'm not gonna elaborate too much because we'll be here for hours but i i love all those right now and i i'm obsessed with them and they're everything to me so definitely check out those things if you don't have them next is just the best advice i've been given and this is a hard one because i feel like i have so many awesome wise people in my life i have had awesome wise people in my life and they're just always giving me solid advice but i just want to talk about two things that might be more applicable to people listening to this podcast and the first one just being about um you know evangelizing within school and work and finding purpose in those places and so especially if you listen to the brandy and britney podcast um you can get a lot more advice pertaining to this but also they gave me so much advice when i was entering the workforce this summer that really really helped me and can continue on to school but specifically i think it's much harder to see um your purpose and what the lord's doing for you in the workplace more than because school it's sometimes a little more obvious um and a little more fun but basically they're just talking about thanking the lord just for where you are already and knowing that he's already met you where you are and praying on the drive to wherever you're going school or work um for the lord to use you and know that he's with you now and i know that's really simple and not anything revolutionary but i would say up to this moment that's been some of the most helpful advice i've been given because i have a lot of trouble finding my purpose um when going to places like work and school and I think that just really helped me a lot, especially in my internship, because it was so, so hard for me there, and I was really struggling, and just the simple phrases of, you know, the Lord is already with you where you are, he's already met you there, um, and just praying for him to use you is simple, but so, so sweet, um, so that, and then also, one thing I was talking to with my friend Caitlin Daniels one time, my freshman year, was about how the root of pretty much all sins is pride, which is crazy, but so true when you sit back and think about the reasons behind a lot of your sins, the root behind a lot of them, the intentions of why you do things, it's so, so, so many of them for me are pride and so prideful. And just kind of that advice has helped me reframe my sin a little bit more and the way that I react to it and the way that I act towards people and the way that I pray, especially for humility on an application I had to fill out recently. Um, you had to talk about something you're really bad at um, and it was being humble um, because I'm horribly prideful. And so that was just really good advice to help me kind of reframe a lot of things. Um, and then also one of the questions was the biggest lesson I've learned this year. And so I'm kind of, you know, putting advice within that because that Brandy and Brittany um, advice really turned into a lesson. But um, so this is advice slash lesson. But this actually happened like a few weeks ago. I heard a sermon at church from Andrew Riley, the college pastor, but it was at the chapel. So I know context that you don't need. But he was talking about how a lot of times it was about evangelism and um it seems like that's all that i talk about but there's more but that's just an important thing anyways um what i was saying was he was talking about in his sermon how we need to change worldview with people and not behaviors when um you know trying to bring them to christ and being someone that really really wants a lot of um her friends to know the lord that was something i was focusing on so much was behavior behavior and you know wanting people to act a certain way which is also very legalistic but was something that i was like just trying to change behavior behavior notice behavior change which inherently isn't a bad thing but also it's just so important to take a step back and work on changing the person's worldview and pray for a worldview i cannot speak worldview and life change and so i that was just really impactful for me this year like incredibly and then a lesson overall and advice that I've kind of learned is I so easily let the world influence me more than I influence the world. And so I, we're called to be, um, wait, in the world, but not of it. Why, why, you know what I mean? Wait, 
we're called to be in the world but yeah that's right right I'm gonna have to look it up later but um essentially I so want so greatly want to go out in the world and be friends with people and show them Jesus and be out there and not isolated in my Christian bubble and I live in a sorority house and I want to be friends with everyone in my classes and all my friends in my sorority and I want to make friends with people at work and so on and so on and um you know going to get involved in all these things I have so easily let those people around me who don't believe in the Lord influence me and I've noticed that in my actions and my thoughts and um, just overall, I have not, or I was not representing Lord and being light. And I had slowly become kind of how those people were, if that makes any sense. I'm trying to say this delicately, but, um, just really noticed that. And so I just, one of the lessons I've learned this year is just to really not let the world influence you and you need to be on guard and you need to be praying feverently about, fervently about it. Oh my goodness. I am horrible talking today. Um, and you, really need to be making sure that what you're pumping inside of you is good and beneficial. And so it's not bad to spend time with those people, but making sure it's balanced out with time in the word, listening to sermons, listening to podcasts, listening to worship music in community as well. And it needs to be a balance or else the world's going to influence you and it's going to not, um, it's not going to be good. And that's happened to me multiple times this year and last year. And it's something that I do not want to happen again. So that's my biggest lesson of the year. But I have a few more questions, but I feel like this is getting dangerously long. And I know y'all don't want to hear me talk for 45 minutes, even though I could. Um, but if y'all want to hear another q and I have so many questions I didn't ask. And I'm sure more people want to, people want to ask. But um, I'm just going to go ahead and end it now. But I'm so glad that everyone listened if you got this far. And I'm so grateful for you. And I hope y'all have a good rest of your week. Oh, last question I was going to answer, though was my most humbling moment because I just, part of this podcast is helping people feel loved and not alone and being vulnerable. And so I wanted to end, I forgot that I wanted to do this. I wanted to end with my most humbling moment, just so you just feel not alone. And it is that one time I, okay, little trigger warning if you don't like throw up. So go away now. But I threw up at Soul Cycle one time, which is so embarrassing because this is like, well, that's already embarrassing. But I ran all the way to the bathroom and I threw up all over the bathroom floor, completely missed the toilet. So I had to um, go tell the front desk that I threw a ball over the bathroom and it was just like, I was so close to not getting that embarrassed. Um, but yeah, had to sign a waiver, had to talk to them, had to sit down for a while. Um, but basically I went to Soul Cycle like a lot when I was in high school. I was like kind of a Soul Cycle queen, but I won. I don't, I didn't eat like anything before, which sometimes is good for people. But for me, like I, I need to eat something before I work out. And so I didn't eat before and my cousins were in town and I like, if y'all are listening, this is so embarrassing because y'all never knew this but y'all knew I threw up, but y'all didn't know this part. Said I really wanted to impress them because I was like, I am a soul cycle queen and they need to see how good I am. Right. So I, I, I threw up and cause I went too hard. Um, essentially. And, um, yeah. And then it just didn't go well. So yeah. Anyways, that's my most humbling moment. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast and I love you all.